If you want to get to that next level, if you want to get to where you're creating something of major impact, I really think you need people that can hold your feet to the fire. And, and the other thing is, look, I mean, if you're going to take it serious and you're going to spend a little bit of money or you're going to spend the time, um, you're going to get there faster and you're going to avoid some mistakes. If you have people surrounding you that have been there before or are on the same journey as you, it's going to allow you to make mistakes or sorry, avoid mistakes that are potentially um, damaging to your business and, and really derail you and maybe stop you from even ever doing it. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hey, our sponsor for the show today is Pine Financial Group, the leader in hard money lending in Colorado and Minnesota, and they were recently approved to offer their investment publicly. This investment offers only for investors in Colorado and Minnesota and is only made through their investment prospectus. Get your copy today. Simply visit www.pineinvestments.com and click to get started. Look, there's a reason why some of the wealthiest people in history invest in loans backed by real estate. Learn more about the risks and returns at www.pineinvestments.com. Hello and welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexemmer. With me today, I've got Matt Jones. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. How about yourself? I am doing excellent. We got another hump day hustle and Matt, you're joining me again for the second time uh, and going to continue to join me, of course. What's, uh, what's new? What's cooking? What kind of things maybe did you get done last week? Did you learn last week or mistakes you made? Anything? Well, I'm continuing to make some progress on my book. I think my biggest mistake is not uh, making as much progress as I would like. I think uh, it's hard to stay focused over an extended period of time, you know? Mm, yeah. uh, and so just kind of refocusing myself every day uh, to stay energetic, uh, to, to get my goals done uh, that I'm, I'm aiming for. Um, and so I've been doing some research. I'm looking at uh, 10:30 and winding uh, some of my properties into a new tenant in commons for syndications uh, this coming year. Uh, so that's something I'm excited about uh, that I'm learning about uh, as of late. One of the things, uh, Matt, that it, it sometimes uh, my day is sometimes super scrambled, but sometimes it's also to where, like, I've got a time block of maybe four six hours of doing something like underwriting or what you know, right now I'm, I'm creating um, a re, kind of a real estate course and, and doing stuff like that. And so one of the things that I do is even if I have that four hour time block that I'm doing, I set my alarm clock for 45 minutes and every 45 minutes that goes off and I step away from my computer and I might take my dog for a walk for, for five minutes. I might uh, just do some push-ups and pull-ups and sit-ups and stuff like that. Uh, go get you know a glass of water, walk around. But I've got to get away from my computer for about five minutes, and then I get back to it. And I, and again, I set my alarm clock, and I won't go more than forty-five minutes without taking an intentional break. But when I do that, I feel like I can actually focus for then that forty-five minutes, 
take that intentional break. Like I said, go outside for a walk. It could be even take a five to 10 minute break. It could be going for a walk, all those kind of things. So it feels like I can focus better when I do that kind of thing. Um, At least that's for me. So you might want to try that if you haven't already. Um, And anybody who's doing it. It's more like like you take a bite out of your day, essentially. Uh, You say you've got, hey, I've got 45 minutes. I'm going to focus for this. And then I got a break. And then, uh, and so, you know, for that, that slot of time that you gave yourself, uh, you can go full force there instead of giving yourself, hey, I've got eight hours. Let me stay energetic eight hours straight. It's much harder to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so impossible, right? Because you're just, your, your brain is just going to melt. You can't, you just can't do it. You can't stay focused for eight hours. And I think you're going to get a lot more done if you chunk it up into little smaller increments, like 30 to 45 minutes. You might be able to extend those after you do it for a while to like an hour. Um, but honestly, I think you start to just, you, like I said, your brain starts to melt. Yeah, that's fair. How about yourself this past week? Any, any lessons learned or, or mistakes made? Um, yeah, I mean, so I think the biggest thing I've been do, trying to do is just be intentional with my, with kind of my top goals. And so that's, that's one of the things I've really been trying to focus on is instead of having, so I, I time block every week, right? And I have my, I have my schedule set up, I calendar it. And I really break it down by, you know, what am I going to do, you know, at this time and this time and this time. And instead of just going through that, what I've done is I've said, I want my top three up to five things that I want to accomplish that week. And then within now my time blocking, I make sure I allot a good chunk of time each day to completing my top three or my top five or whatever uh, in, in between it is top four, of course, if it's in between. Um, and so that's what I've been really intentional about doing and trying to complete. So kind of it's challenging still. Um, but you know, what we can do to remain focused is, is extremely important because you know, where, where your focus is, is where your success is. So uh, and then I've been very intentional right now. I'm, I'm all sweaty. I just got back for, from a run. Um, I'm doing a, a program called 75 hard and it is hard. Um, so it's 75 days of working out twice a day. You're working out for 45 minutes each day or each time. I mean, one time has to be outside, no excuses, not weather, nothing. Um, it has to be outside hmm. and, then you have to drink a gallon of water every day. You have to stick to a strict diet. It can be of your choice. Um, so for me, I'm just uh, eating clean. I'm not eating a bunch of junk food. I'm not eating you know, a bunch of snacks, chips, pop, you know, stuff like that. Um, and then uh, what else do you have to do? Oh, you have to read 10 pages of a business entrepreneur mindset book each day. No alcohol. And I think the last thing is you have to take a picture of yourself every day, which I take a picture and then I delete it because I don't <laughs> want a bunch of pictures of myself on my phone. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I'm on day 42, I think today. So wow, it's been good. Uh, it's definitely a grind for sure. And that's what it's supposed to be. It's, it's not only is it supposed to get you in shape, of course, and it gets you, um, you know, in the right habits, which eating and, you know, drinking water and exercise and stuff like that, but it's supposed to be a mental grind and to try to twist your mind, 
you know, and, and really push it. So how has this impacted your real estate business? Um, you know, I, I guess it's a good question. I don't think it's really done much, uh, to be honest. Uh, it's, it's hard to say. I, I don't know. We'll see. I've, I've committed to it. So I'm going to stick to it. It hasn't negatively affected it. I was a little bit afraid that, you know, cause I'm working out for an hour and a half each day. So that's a big time commitment. So I was a little concerned that that workout time period would be a negative effect, but it really hasn't. It allows me to break my day up. Uh, it makes me get up early in the morning. Um, the reading has been good because I've been able to read a lot more. So I, I, you know, like that. Cause I would say, did I read 10 pages every day? No, before I would skip days and kind of be here and there. And, you know, um, so overall it's been good as far as being a positive effect on my business or a negative effect. I would say it's been fairly neutral so far. Um, but we'll see, you know, I, I don't know. Little, little things like this, sometimes you can't really see, um, but do have positive impact impacts. I've been reading the compound effect by Darren Hardy. What's that about? It's a, yeah, it's a pretty good book. Um, it, it's, it's just about making those little incremental changes. And so right now what I've been doing is one of the things I've been struggling on is continually focusing and making sure I'm being extremely productive. So right now, the one thing that I've been doing, and he gives you this kind of challenge is look right down everything you're doing. So if your goal is to, to eat healthy, right. And, and lose weight, maybe eat healthy is your biggest challenge. And so you write down every single thing you eat, everything. And right after you eat it, you write it down. Now, if, you're, if your challenge is spending, you write down every single thing you spend. Hi, Kat. Um, if your you know, challenge is for me for focusing for that entire time, I'm going to write down every single thing I do so I can see when maybe I just randomly looked something up on the internet that didn't have anything to do with my business, or I randomly did something that totally derailed me. So I can see, okay, where am I spending my time? Where am I wasting my time? So that's what I'm doing right now. And that, that's really been helpful. But the compound effect is, yeah, it's just the little things you do make a massive, massive change. She talks about it. Like if you spend, I can't remember the exact number, but if you spend like a dollar, on something today in 20 years, that dollar is worth whatever he says. I mean, like $50 or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's just that little compound of how it changes. Yeah, that makes sense. And as, as for your rec or exercise routine, uh, another syndicator and podcaster we both know, Jason Yerusi, yeah. is on a similar program to that, if not the same one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's where I, I honestly, I got it from. Okay. I'm, you know, I talk, I talk to Jason every week and, um, yeah, he was, he's been doing the program. He, he actually went through the whole 75 days. He's already through it. He's on to like, there's a second phase, which I don't know that I'm going to do, uh, maybe, but there's a second phase and him and his wife are doing that as well. So they're committed and man, they, they're kicking butt. Okay. Yeah. Um, so today I kind of want to dig into a couple things that I'm, I'm focusing on right now and, and kind of some, some of the lessons I'm learning and, and just some of the things um, that, that I've been going through and, 
it kind of goes with already what we've been talking about, which is focusing and, you know, being intentional and purposeful. And, and that's kind of what I want to hit on is right now what I'm, I'm really trying to do is expand and grow kind of the coaching impact that I have on, on other people. And, and I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be that guru. You know, I don't want to, um, have that type of model. Uh, but I do want to help people go from where I was. I mean, I, I started as a high school teacher with pretty much no net worth to being able to, uh, build up like an eight figure net worth. So I want to help other people do the same thing. And, um, so I'm creating, um, different ways to do that and, and really working through that process. And it's, you know, it's, it's actually, I, I'm looking at it and going, wow, there's a lot of lessons I've learned along the way, things I still need to learn, um, things I want to implement and make sure I do right. So it's just been uh, kind of eye opening because it's like, I'm kind of starting a new, uh, whole new thing from, from the ground up. So um, wanted to go through a little bit of that process. So who's your target audience for this training program? Who's going to benefit the most uh, from uh, using it? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be, you know, multifamily investors for sure. It's going to be focused on multifamily investors and um, wanting to reach people that want to take their business, whether it's nothing or whether they're, I, I think kind of the, the main people that'll probably be mm, the, the more target will be people that have done some real estate. Uh, they've done some deals. They maybe have uh, bought a few small multifamilies, but they want to scale up. Uh, they're similar to, to potentially me where I did, a, I did some fix and flips. I did some uh, single families. I did some small multifamily and then uh, went and scaled up. <clears throat> and so those are, those are the types of people I want to impact. People that already have kind of uh, the basic education. Um, and want to really take their take their game to the next level. So that's that's really who who it would be for. I think you know for me, anybody can learn how to do this business, right? Anybody can read books. Anybody can listen to podcasts. Anybody can listen to books, go to conferences, stuff like that. But having a coach, having somebody who um, is going to hold your feet to the fire. That can be of extreme value, but you have to be ready for it. And, and that's the biggest thing is you have to be extremely ready. So that's who I want to work with are people who are, who are ready for it um, and ready to take action. You know, so that's kind of, I guess, my main target is people who are, who are already ready, ready to take action. Okay. And what uh, medium are you going to use for this uh, program? Is it going to be like in-person in groups or one-on-one -on -one or over the phone, online? Yeah, I don't like the word program, by the way. Um, <laughs> so like a group coaching uh, or a group, uh, an individual uh, combination and really just a, a combination, both, both uh, group and an individual, but that that would be combined um also you know online uh education as well that's already pre kind of pre-made pre-recorded um for supplemental and then um you know people holding each other's feet to the fire really like a group setting okay so like a mastermind sort of thing or? yeah yeah okay exactly yep definitely um 
you know, one of the, one of the biggest things I think for me is, you know, if you want to get to that next level, if you want to get to where you're creating something of major impact, I really think you need people that can hold your feet to the fire. And, and the other thing is, look, I mean, if you're going to take it serious and you're going to spend a little bit of money or you're going to spend the time, um, you're going to get there faster and you're going to avoid some mistakes. If you have people surrounding you that have been there before or are on the same journey as you, it's going to allow you to make mistakes or sorry, avoid mistakes that are potentially um, damaging to your business and, and really derail you and maybe stop you from even ever doing it. Um, and then it's also going to get you to the point where you want to be faster and think about like, you know, if your goal, let's say is to buy a hundred unit apartment complex and you can have somebody help you get there and maybe you buy it one year earlier or six months earlier, that could be the, a, a massive difference between where and and avoiding some mistakes too but that could be a very massive difference in your business of you know getting to where you want to go um just a little bit earlier and people will kind of say well but i can do it on my own well sure anybody can do this business on their own i agree but to what degree of success that's the challenge um and I think it's valuable to, like I said, surround yourself with the right kind of people. So whether you want to go through something like that, a coaching program, or whether you want to surround yourself with the right people on your own, doesn't matter, but you still have to do it. Yeah, that makes sense. Cause like you, you're saying anybody can make mistakes. Everybody does make mistakes uh, and learn from those, but the smartest people are the ones who learn from other people's mistakes. Um, yeah, they're going to progress the fastest. Hey, let's take a minute to thank our sponsor, Pine Financial Group. Look, you work hard for your money. Is your money working hard for you? Because of inflation, money sitting idle erodes your wealth. Many investors understand that real estate is a great investment, but may not want the effort or the risk that comes with owning their own property. They want to sit back and have payments hit their bank account each and every month. Stop eroding your wealth and start building by asking your money to work for you. You should be earning profits while you sleep in investment backed by real estate. Pine Financial Group, the leader in hard money lending in Colorado and Minnesota, was recently approved to offer their investment publicly. This investment offers only for investors in Colorado and Minnesota and is only made through the investment prospectus. Get your copy today. Simply visit www.pineinvestments.com and click to get started. There's a reason why some of the wealthiest people in history invest in loans backed by real estate. Learn more about the risks and returns at www.pineinvestments.com. It's www.pineinvestments.com. So some of the things that have been really very intentional about is, is really detailing how I want everything to look. And, and I think that's important. Anytime we've got a business going, we really want to go, okay, where do, where do I want it to be? Like five years from now, 10 years from now, like where do I want to grow this thing? And then take and, and step it back and, and really take those steps. And then when we do that, we got to go, okay, well, what's, you know, like I said, what's the outcome 
and how how are we going to step it? How are we going to take those steps to get there? And and then from there, each of those steps can be broken down again. And from there, each of those steps likely can be broken down again. So that's really what I've been doing is really breaking down steps and really looking at, okay, where do, how do I want to take this and where is it going to grow and step? And, and then how can it expand in the future without really changing the integrity of the, uh, of the business, you know, and that's really important too, is you've got to go, what's your, what's your philosophy? You know, what's your goal? What's your philosophy? And what are you trying to achieve? How are you trying to affect people? Um, and you want to make sure as you grow and expand, you keep with that mission statement, right? You keep with your intentions. And that's really what I've kind of been looking at is, okay, what are, what are the possibilities for expansion? And kind of what would that look like? Uh, you want to also create, you know, the right systems behind it. And some of those systems, like right away, you're just going to be doing all of the systems. But if we can create it originally, right from the start to where, okay, I can take this and I can now hire somebody to do this portion of the business and this portion of the business and this portion of the business. And we can, I can see how it can grow that's the right way to set it up. And how I've set up other businesses is I just do the shotgun approach and however it, it might work, but you're banging your head against the wall as you're trying to grow because you haven't really pre-thought anything out. And so you're moving a hundred miles an hour and you're trying to, you're trying to grow your business you're trying to hire people, but you're moving 100 miles an hour, so it's super hard to hit the brakes to bring somebody on board, right? And that's been the challenge of my businesses in the past is that I'm going so hard so fast that I got to slam on the brakes just to hire somebody else to come in, to create a system, and, to, and then you've got to start that engine up again and you know, and, and go. So that's what I'm trying to avoid this time is, is that. Okay. So when, when's the right time to hire people to help with your business? Uh, very good question. And, you know, I don't have all the right answers probably, but I think for, first of all, it's going to be before you think you're ready, but once you really start, you know, obviously you've got to create some income coming in and, and you've got to get the process uh, at least started. But once you start getting, I don't even want to say overwhelmed, but to that point where you're going, I think once you start questioning it, probably like, am I ready? That's probably when you're ready. And I don't know. Every business is a little bit different, but if you can't scale anymore because you're in your own way, because you don't have time for it, well, then it's probably beyond time to hire somebody. Right. And we always hire too late. So I would tell somebody, try to hire earlier than, than later. Okay. Yeah. And so as you're working on building your business, how do you keep from sort of feeling too overwhelmed with the, the busyness of all, all of the day-to-day -day operations while staying focused on your long-term goals at the same time? 
Yeah, really, really good question. And I wish I had the 100% right answer, and I don't, but you definitely have to keep your long-term goals and vision in place. And you have to make sure that what you're going to add on is going to actually complement your long-term goals and vision. And so right now, like I sat down, my wife and I sat down because we're looking at potentially bringing her into the business, and we went through the areas of focus on my business. And we went through like, what's my main focus of the business? And, and the main focus is to grow the multifamily assets, right? To, to create a company that has thousands of units under management, to create a company that owns multifamily real estate. So that's the main goal. And that's the main business. And so then every other business that's created needs to complement that in some sort of way. It needs to bring value to that in some sort of way. And if it can't, or if it's going to be too distracting, then it shouldn't be done. And so that, I think that's the first and foremost, you've got to maintain that focus on the first outcome, the, the main outcome, um, and then go, okay, now how do I build a new business to, to supplement, to help, to actually be of value and not hindrance to my main objective, my main business. Um, so that's really important. So as I'm looking at different things, I'm talking about like, I've got my real estate license. I'm talking about, hey, should I, you know, start to sell real estate more? Well, you know, that probably doesn't really jive into my long-term outlook. Could I create some income with that? Sure. Do I need to? No. Is it a distraction? Yes. Okay. Let's check that off the list, at least for right now. You know, do I have, a, I've got a construction company. Do I grow and expand that? Well, that is potential because does that add value to my long-term outlook and goals? Yes, it does because I want to continue to buy multifamily. I want to continue to grow my portfolio. I want to do it not only out of state, which I'm doing right now, but also in state. So having the right crews in place, is that of value? Yes. Do I want to grow and expand that business rapidly right now? No, I don't. Would I have to put the right people in place in order to do something like that? Absolutely. So that's a right now, it's there. I've got the construction company, but I haven't grown and expanded. I've talked about it, but right now it's kind of to the, to the back burner. So I think you're really... To answer your question, you really just got to look at what's your main goal and mission and, and is what you're doing hindering that or is it potentially helping that? Okay. And um, so when you're, when you're talking to people who are, are new to the investment world, uh, you know, what kind of advice would you give them when it comes to setting goals um, and uh, you know, being really intentional about their actions to achieve those goals? Um, yeah, I mean, first of all, setting goals, obviously extremely important. I mean, write, write them down, um, and get real with yourself. Like, why do you want to do these goals? Like get real with yourself and get seven layers deep. You know, it, it, uh, I think I can't remember who wrote it. Uh, it might've been Dean Graziosi. Um, and then he might not have even been the first one. I'm sure somebody did it, said it before him, but he talks about like, 
asking yourself your why instead of just asking yourself your why and coming up with a generic answer because most of us don't dig that deep then ask it again and then ask it again and ask it seven times or better yet have somebody else ask you like why do you want to do this oh i want to do this because of x okay well why because of x do you want to you know and just keep on digging until you get to the right answer so i think that's really important getting to the real reason why you're doing it um, for your goals. And then, uh, like I already said, I think anybody, you've got to start from the end. You've got to start from the very end in mind of where do I want to take this business? Because if you don't know where you're going, if you don't know where the goal line is, how are you going to cross it? Right? We don't know what direction we're going to go. We're going to take 10 yards forward. We're going to go 10 yards back, but we don't know how we're getting there. Um, if you don't have a game plan, you're just never going to achieve it. So figure out where you're going first, write that goal down and then work yourself backwards. And I want to work myself backwards to, you know, a year to six months, to a quarter, to a month, to a week, to a day. Um, I think that's probably the best way. And of course, like I said, already write it all down. Okay. So when you, when you say work backwards, could you give an example of uh, what that breakdown would look like? Like give an example of a goal for, um, that you could break down like that. Um, yeah, sure. I want to own a billion dollars worth of real estate um, in, you know, 20 years. Okay. And then you go, okay, realistically, let's, let's break this down. You know, okay. If I get, and, and I don't want to go like, you can't, you can't go as fast as I'm going to go, right? It's going to take you a while. You got to really think about this. Okay. It, first of all, why, why do you want to own a billion dollars real estate? I mean, you, you should know why. So we got to start with that again. Like what's that going to create? What's that going to do for you? What are you going to use that money for? What are you, what are you going to do with it? When you get to the billion, are you just going to sell it all? And then you're going to live in, you know, I'm, you buy your own island and just live there or what are you going to do with it? You know, what's the intention? What are you going to, how much are you going to, are you going to leave somebody to your kids and your family or what, what are you going to do? You know? So beyond just where you want to get, why, like, what are you trying to achieve? What does that really mean? So really get into it. Um, so yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to own a billion dollars. Okay. Worth of real estate in 20 years. Okay. Well, what's that mean? And let's come down to five years. Okay. Well, Maybe I got to own a uh, hundred million dollars in five years. Okay. And, and I can see my progression. Okay. In 10 years, I got, I'm going to own, you know, 500 million and so on. Um, so a hundred million in, in, uh, in five years and okay. What, what do I need to own? Um, you know, in, in one year, what do I need to own in six months? What do I need to do also along the way too? How many properties do I need to buy? What do I need to do this month? What do I need to do today? I don't want to break it all down. It's hard to break it all down without like really actually going through that whole process. But you want to start actually saying, how many properties is that? How many broker contacts do I need to have? How many offers do I need to be making? Okay, so if, if I want to get to a billion dollars worth of real estate, and I know that's a long ways away, right? 20 years. So if I know in, in one year I need to buy uh, 500 units, okay, now we, now we get a little bit more clear. If I know in this quarter 
in order to buy 500 units this quarter, I've got to get a property under a contract. Well, then I know this month I've got to, I've got to contact how many brokers, you know, maybe I've got to contact uh, 15 brokers. I know that this week I've got to underwrite, you know, eight deals. And I know today I have to write three LOIs, you know, and so we can really start breaking that down into, okay, what are our action steps? If I write three LOIs, you know, let's call it each week. That's a lot. Um, but if I write three LOIs each week, if I underwrite, you know, five deals, if I do all this, I can actually get to where I want to go and we can go. Okay. Well, shoot, I don't have enough time to underwrite five deals. How am I going to do that? Okay. Well, maybe I can hire some people. I ha I've got people that are underwriting deals for me. So I'm able to underwrite more deals now to get to my goal. My ultimate goal is to buy a thousand units a year. Well, if I'm going to buy a thousand units, I have to underwrite a lot of deals. I have to look at at least probably three to 400 deals right now to get a thousand units. So I can't do that myself. I have to hire the right people. So you can start to really see, okay, well, man, if I got to do this, how many people do I need to hire? How many properties do I need to go see? All right. Wow. I don't even have enough time in the day to do all this. Okay. Who do I need to hire to get me there? What's that look like? What's my business actually look like if I start having a thousand units? If I got a thousand units now, who do I need to hire to get there? Okay. Well, wow. I need a bookkeeper now. I need this. I need that. And I'm talking to people that they want, you know, a hundred units. I get a hundred single family units that I'd be set free. Okay, great. But do you realize that after you get a certain amount of single family units, probably 10 to 15, you, you, you're going to be so busy. You're either going to be doing all the work yourself or you're going to have to hire people. Well, what's that do to your income? Now your income starts to go down, right? Because you have to hire somebody. Okay. So now pe people don't, they don't take the look at the whole thing. They just go hundred, hundred single family units. I know I can make 300 bucks a month. That'll get to me to my goal, right? Well, but we forgot that along the way, if I got a hundred single family units, I need people to show the property. I need people to maintain the property. I need properties. I need to um, have people to do my bookkeeping, I need to pay taxes, so I need an accountant. Um, I, I need all these people in place. I need somebody to make sure, you know, maybe a maybe a head property manager, you know, whatever. Somebody in place to make sure all the systems are running right. You know, we're doing the inspections when we should be. We're con con contacting the city when we need to. We're doing all. We're paying our all of our uh, you know inspection fees and all that kind of stuff. So we need people in place. So all of a sudden that. 300 bucks per single family turns into, you know, 175 or 200. And we're going, oh crap, we, I didn't realize it was so much work because we didn't really think about it. Yeah, that makes sense. So, you know, versus, you know, really being intentional about your, your goals and, and breaking them down into achievable bites is a totally different ball game than just, hoping for a better future and, and hoping that, Oh, someday I'll be financially free. Um, you know, maybe by just hoping you can eventually get there, but 
if you really want to take, um, you know, if you want to be serious about it, you have to get serious about it. Yeah, absolutely. You actually truly have to dig deep and get in there and figure out what you're wanting to achieve. Can, can it happen without? Sure, it can happen. You can get lucky. Anybody can get lucky. A lady luck comes and visits all of us. If you're ready to take advantage of it, great. But um, I think if you understand where you're going, you're going to have a lot better chance. Just gonna, it's just going to be the facts. Okay. So, yeah. So be intentional. You know, where intention, well, what's the, what's the quote? Like where intention, where energy flows, focus, where, where focus goes, energy flows. There you go. Um, so be, be intentional about it. You know, focus your energy on it and you're going to have good results. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, well, that's, that's all I see. All I got to say, I'm probably rambled quite a bit during that. So that's all I got to say about this topic. I just wanted to kind of, I don't know, look at kind of where I'm going. And, and I think it's honestly just a commitment that you've got to commit. If you're getting ready to either expand your business, start your business, um, change your business, whatever it is, you've got to really focus on it, be intentional, write it all down and, and break it into these chunks. And we want to, if anybody hasn't read the E-Myth, you know, read that book. I mean, we, we want to start a business like they talk about in the book of the E-Myth. I mean, as a, as a business that can be operated essentially without you eventually. Yeah, that's a lot what uh, Tim Ferriss talks about in his book, uh, Four Hour Work Week, as well. To yep. Make yourself replaceable and make yourself like replaceable. Money. Yeah, absolutely. Cool, Matt. Well, you got anything else? Uh, no, that's all for today. Awesome, man. You have a fantastic rest of the day. Make every day a Saturday. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. A couple things before we go. Again, go on to our Facebook page, Pillars of Wealth. We'd love to have you on there. Go on to iTunes, give us a rating and review, and subscribe to the show. Also, um, you know, don't forget, reach out to me if you want any help with uh, potentially growing your business, and reach out to John Styles to help you buy or sell real estate. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Have a fantastic the rest of the day, and as I say, make every day a Saturday. <laughs>